Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week we've got Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. What it is? What what it? What it is? That what, is up. What? Are you a DJ now, Jimmy? What your record is, is that skipping? Is up. <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> no. How many takes um, do we get? We do one take because <laughs> we're we're just too good for second takes. No, no needed. Our second take is uh, other podcasts that do the same thing we do. That's our second take. <laughs> when they when they just repeat the same episodes, yeah, and, and the exact same premise that we do. Yeah, yeah. Hey, internet! Welcome to the world's first first and last podcast. <laughs> All those other <laughs> imposters you find in 2021 are imposters, and we all know the originals better. Uh, how has everybody been uh, in this couple days into 2021? Oh, is it better uh, than 2020 for you? No. <laughs> is, it, is it for you? <laughs> no, I, 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 don't th- I don't think so. No, I don't think it's better. I think it's about exactly what I expected it to be, just more crap. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, the world is a, it's just a waking nightmare, uh, uh, just a hell mouth. <laughs> Joe, thoughts? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I reheated a green bean casserole, um, <laughs> that I found in the freezer. Uh, it heated up pretty well, so things are going well. Things are looking up. Things are looking up. <laughs> that sounds good. You froze. That's pretty much all I have like to report on. Roll. Yeah, it sounds like you've had a really good year. <laughs> um, yeah, anyone not from the Midwest <laughs> who <laughs> just Google green bean casserole, did it have like the French, like the crispy, like French onion things on top? Oh hell yeah! Yep. Were they still so I, crunchy? <laughs> well, what I did was I like preheated it in the microwave. And then I put it, I like flipped it over into a pan and heated it up in there, which was weird in that like it got like flat, <laughs> the tub, <laughs> right. the, the like French onion crust like got flat, but it did like get crispy and kind of, kind of great. So you put it like in a pan in the oven? No, I put it in a pan like on the stove and just like heated it up in there. Oh, on the stove top? Yeah. That sounds, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's a risky move. I, I thought, if anything, you were going to microwave it, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I microwaved it first. It just kind of, like, defrosted a little bit. Then Cooking tips hand. with Joe. <laughs> Reheating mystery foods or <laughs> Welcome long to our lost new foods. Yeah, do you actually have any knowledge of how old that casserole was? Uh, the post-it note on it said 719 okay so from july yeah got it you so ate about six months a green bean casserole in the dead of summer yeah that's probably the weirder that's part. wild to me <laughs> it's a piping hot yep. casserole <laughs> to me that's like a a very specific thanksgiving food mm-hmm. yeah it's like or at least like fall when it's getting cold i mean yeah. i guess you could yeah claire was like why didn't we eat this at thanksgiving and i was like i don't know why did we make it in july <laughs> <laughs> rebuttal <laughs> oh, 
I mean, everyone's got good points, you know. <laughs> good, good points all around from both of you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need Thanksgiving in the summer, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially in a pandemic, you just gotta, you know, pretend like it's a holiday. Yeah, I'm gonna walk outside and grill some brats tomorrow. Dope. Yeah, I'm gonna. Actually, I'm gonna do. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Joe's gonna do Fourth of July at his house and just launch fireworks in his in his uh, living room. Mm-hmm. Just feel like celebrating America. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's one of the number one things to celebrate these days. <laughs> Speaking of celebrating America, Joe, how does this podcast work? Um, we take a TV show, uh, and we only watch the first episode, and then we skip straight to the end. Uh, because a lot of shows are too long, we decide not to watch them. But but it's interesting. We you know we make some predictions after watching that first episode, and see if they come true by the end. Uh, we're wrong a lot of the time, but you know sometimes we hit. Uh, and mostly I don't think just... anyone's gotten a. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever gotten a perfect game though. No one's ever gotten no. four points. Ooh. The day that happens, podcast over, we quit. So yeah, it's mostly an adventure to just like dip into a show um, with just like the least amount of commitment possible. You know how someone's <laughs> like, you know, you, you got to watch this. You got to like get to season two before it really gets good. We're just like, nah, though. <laughs> that guy's that guy's an asshole, though. Like, come on. You got to get to season two before it gets good. <sighs> People say that about like so many shows and I'm just like, yeah. Although it is a different thing to say when you can say to someone, you know what, just skip season one, just go straight to season two. That's a different thing. Yeah. Well, that's also like that. Yeah. Actually, oh, yeah. Are you thinking of one? What do you got? Uh, uh, the Office, uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, you just you just skip those first seasons altogether. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen the first season of Parks and Rec. But it's. My Good. mind is it? exploding. Yeah, like what's wrong it's with the not, first season? Of- it's definitely not the same. Like it takes a while for all the characters to become like. I think before they figure out who they're gonna be, it's definitely the first couple episodes are kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever watched the first season of Parks and Rec though, and went, "This is boring. I should skip to the second <laughs> season." Like sure. I never, I've never thought that. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's TV shows that are like that, but but that's not one of them. I would say Parks and Rec is not one of them. I definitely saying when... <laughs> it gets rolling in season two. I got to watch it all. It's the antithesis of this show. <laughs> I, I'm with you, Joe. I think I think Parks and Rec and The Office, those those two popped right into my brain when you started, even before you said them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could start you could start The Office in season three, but it doesn't really matter. It's just a sitcom. <laughs> mm. As but, long as you don't watch the last couple. <laughs> yes. So there's just a solid little middle section in there yeah. that you can watch. Uh, well, Joe, it's your show today. It's my show. And you picked a good one, I assume. I did. I'm, I'm psyched about this one. I, I'm kind of surprised I hadn't picked it because of its um, because of its subject matter. It seemed like a show I would have done. Um, hmm. But so, it's a little. So it's. Like what were you going like to break predictions? I'm just trying. I just always know what shows you wouldn't pick, but yeah. now I'm like, what show does Joe want? So it's a sexy, spider filled. I don't know. That's all yeah, I got. Yeah, it's exactly the opposite of whatever that kind of yeah. show is. Sexless, <laughs> um, 
I don't know what the opposite of a spider is. <laughs> like a snake? Because they have no legs? No, zero legs. <laughs> is that a snake show? Sexless snake show. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll watch that show. What show? What's it? Kids show about snakes. Uh, no, it's uh, it's Netflix's Glow. Oh. oh uh, okay, excellent. It's the wrestling show. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Um. You know, oh, starring Allison Brie, who I think we've talked about on the pod before. A couple times. She's great. Um, yeah. yeah, Glow ran great. for three seasons, and I think we'll talk about this maybe more after the finale, but it was canceled just this, like, a few months ago, actually. Um, hmm. They were, like, starting up season four filming, um, and then COVID happened. And then in the interim, then it got canceled. <laughs> oh man! Uh, Bummer. Yeah. So no one's getting paid. <laughs> so yeah, so there'll be more to talk about once we get to that finale and how it ended. But yeah, for now, three seasons all on Netflix. Um, lady wrestling. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I have definitely seen. I think the first whole first season of this show oh actually. really yeah I, I i watched it when it was on um when it first came on what year 2017 i think i watched that first season i guess i'm not a hundred percent sure in my recollection of whether or not i watched the whole season but mm-hmm. i think i did i yeah, I'm kind of the same where I've watched a lot of season one. I don't know if I ever saw the whole season one. Yeah. Hmm. I'd be willing to bet on myself that I saw all. I haven't season. seen shit. This is like one of those shows that's been sitting in the queue. Does Netflix still do a queue? <laughs> like a a, li- a watch list or whatever? Uh, yeah, I just, I'm yeah, sure. I just, I just scrolled right by it every time. Sorry, I'm just listening. Uh, listeners probably can't hear it, but I'm just listening to my <laughs> management talk about the man that lives under the stairs in my building. Ah, that's not yes. a movie. That's that a literal man that lives under the stairs. <laughs> yeah. On occasion, uh, and he and just FYI, he wasn't invited uh, to <laughs> do that. <laughs> so, well. uh, but yeah, I think that's good. So, uh, Jimmy, I guess since I mean, obviously via the name well once you understand what glow stands for gorgeous ladies yeah i do now um <laughs> what do you what do you think uh do you want to walk us through what you think the first episode's gonna be like yeah let's see i think allison brie um plays how old do you think allison brie is she's probably what she's uh, you think is she is she our age is she like younger like uh, like real life Alison Brie. Yeah, I feel like she's uh, thirty eight community... years old. Is she really? You just yes. pulling that out of your asshole. No, I, I clicked on her name on Wikipedia and then okay. told me her <laughs> okay. her her birthday she's was December. See, here's that's the thing because Community made me feel like she was twelve because they like she's supposed to be younger than I think she is in that show because she right, looks yeah. young. She so, yeah, she's tiny and looks young. So I think she so. plays like a forty-five-year-old, like coming <laughs> coming back to wrestling, 
she's she like used to be a big wrestling star uh went through you know some drug some roids problems um i think she hangs out at a uh chippendales um <laughs> because there's a man that she's in love with who strips at the chippendales is a male okay. a male okay. strip strip joint Stripping nails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm. I basically. I'm just trying to explain um, the plot from Mickey Rourke's The Wrestler, but with Allison Brie instead. Hmm. Ah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't catch that. So I actually wait, haven't she, seen The Wrestler. <laughs> oh is she my Mickey, god! So, so good. So in this, <laughs> is Allison Brie Mickey Rourke then? Yes. <laughs> or was she? Or was she Marissa Tomei? And no, and Marissa Tomei <laughs> is played by um, Mark Marin. <laughs> yeah, sure, she's in the show. Sure, that's cool. better than what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so got it. Well, I guess we're done. Glow is just the wrestler starring Mickey Rourke, but Allison Brie and Mark Marin is Marissa Tomei. Done. Right. Cool. I'm in for that show. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch that movie shot for shot, but just with those two swapped in, <laughs> that would be hilarious. I'm like scanning my like DVDs because I'm pretty sure I have the wrestler somewhere. I'll 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 lend it to you. All right. Uh, do we have any like additional thoughts? I I guess I don't want to just like spit out like because obviously what I think about the show and what Joe thinks about this are kind of um you know we we kind of know you've, already. So. You've seen it. I think yeah. uh, we see an Allison Brie um pile driver. No, full on pile driver. I think Episode she pile drives. One pile driver. I think she drives a pile. <laughs> um, I I'm this is it's so f- I'm like envisioning Allison Brie wrestling and I can't really do it. She seems like <laughs> su- like such a small like person to me. Yeah, that, just like, like a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, just the like kindest like the, her community character has never like physically harmed a thing. <laughs> like an in innate object even like <laughs> she's never like aggressively thrown like a backpack across the room you know mm-hmm. i can't see her like pick up another woman and throw her down with her head between her legs no well, she's gonna suplex another lady's face through her face and this it's gonna be crazy watch out there will be blood <laughs> there will be blood <laughs> starts off with like a tables ladders chairs match it's just, it's just oh man hardcore right away it's just it's just like wrestlemania wwe like 19 all like eight hours of it that's the first episode <laughs> i will say i i haven't seen the wrestler but i did see what's that movie called wrestling with my family uh, oh yeah starring what? she's like a famous actress now um but it's like a that movie about like Paige the wrestler Cage the wrestler Paige pa- with a p yeah Paige, Paige. she was oh, uh, oh oh Paige got it okay i'm with you now a female superstar from the WWE yeah i'm going to pull it up real quick it's starring Florence Pugh as Paige um hmm. and it was written by Stephen Merchant hmm and like it got good reviews and stuff and i was like I like wrestling. I'll watch this movie. 
and I did not like it. <laughs> uh. I thought it was pretty bad, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it, like I watched it with Claire, and like I hated it, but like and like I think Claire mostly hated it too. But there was a part towards the end of the movie where like you know something uplifting is happening. <laughs> And like I look over at Claire and she's like tearing up, and I was like, "What?" Classic. And she's like, "She's fighting for her family." <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's what's a it's the titular action. Oh, it delivered. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, it said it was going to do one thing, and it did it. <laughs> she fought for her family. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, hey, should we just get into it then? See if she glows. Yeah, let's see if she glows. Let's watch her glow. Well, we're going to watch the first episode of Glow. It's just called Pilot, so let's gloss over that, and we will see you once we're done. And we're back. We're done with the first episode of Glow. It was just called Pilot. Do you got a write-up, Jimmy? Yeah. Josh's favorite title, Pilot. Couldn't be better. Ruth Wilder, an actress struggling to find work, receives an invitation for an audition from her casting director. She arrives at an old boxing gym where she and dozens of other women are auditioning for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, or GLOW. Uh, On the first day of tryouts, Ruth is dismissed by director Sam Sylvia when her acting skills come into conflict with the training. Her day worsens when her purse is snatched by a group of skateboarders. With nowhere else to go, she begins watching professional wrestling videos to develop her persona and returns to the gym for another shot at the audition. Things go awry when her best friend Debbie Egan confronts her after discovering that Ruth has been having an affair with Debbie's husband, Mark. Their legitimate catfight in the ring inspires Sam to keep Ruth in the program. The end. Yeah, that is what happened. Joe, did this spark up any memories for you where you were like, yeah, this show's great? Or like, oh man, I don't like this show. Um, It sparked up feelings of being like, oh yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this yeah. show. I'm intrigued. It's not necessarily like a, I got to see what happens next, but it's like, a, uh, yeah, I'm interested. I think this seems like it could potentially just be a good slow burn is like kind of what it gives me, mm-hmm. you know, in this pilot of just the balance of her, of uh, Ruth's sad, sad existence, just trying to like make it as an actor mm-hmm. and then just kind of how even when she gets this opportunity she like squanders it by trying to like overdo it yeah trying to actor it (laughs) yeah act acting was that described in the uh in the write-up her her overacting yeah yeah i mean said that her that her acting uh what did it say uh blah her acting skills come into conflict with the oh. training. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're there. They're there training. She shows up to this audition that her casting uh, lady sends her to. She doesn't know what it is. It's a bunch of ladies. 
They find she, out that it's she knows wrestling. it's not porn. She knows, she knows <laughs> just that it's not porn, mm-hmm. as far as her casting director said. Um, and then salty the the sack. Uh, some wrestler uh, salty the guy. sack Johnson Johnson of course, <laughs> of course, and he's um a real wrestler, right? Is yeah, that... that's John. It's John Morrison. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna ask if that was John Morrison. He looks. He looks bigger. Um, uh, you know, surrounded by ladies as opposed to surrounded by <laughs> like other larger wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, when when you're like six three and jacked, and you're standing next to Allison Brie, you probably look like a behemoth. Yeah. you know. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so yeah, so she shows up to this audition. There's a wrestling ring. <laughs> yeah. And then they're told they got a wrestle. So they they're, come yeah, back they're and... taught uh, one move by uh, was it Salty the Sack? Salty yeah. the Sack. <clears throat> he teaches them Johnson. one move, which is it's called a hair mare. Which uh, you okay. know, it, at least in describing over a podcast, like the person taking the move essentially does like a front flip to land on their back, and it's supposed to look like they're getting tossed by the hair forward. Um, yeah, well said. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they're in pairs. Like the you know this round of the audition is you need to do this move and make it look convincing. Um. But Ruth and her partner Carmen, I think her name was Carmen Wade. Hmm. Um. Who's, who who's like yeah. comes from a long line of famous wrestlers apparently. Yeah. Apparently. And um. The you know just someone that she met at the audition that day. Like while they're in line for their um, turn doing that part, they like work out this storyline, something about like that Ruth stole a loaf of bread to like feed her family, <laughs> just something like way over dramatic and accurate, so over the top. Um, and yeah, and while they're in the middle of that, they're just like the uh, what the guy, what's the guy's Mark Marin's name? Sam. Sam. Sam's just like not having it. He's just like you're. You're both out. <laughs> Is it? It's a little disconcerting, right? How well a uh, Mark Marin can play like a like a creepy sexist dude, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's sure. very convincing. Hey, he's do- he, he does he does a really good job. He's either a really good actor or a really shitty dude in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about Mark Marin in reality, so I'm, I'm sure just assuming he's. he's. I'm just gonna go with he's a good actor. I'm sure he's excellent. <laughs> um yeah i mean besides wrestling and her just trying to like her falling falling into this like essential wrestling gig i mean it's supposed to be they want to put it on tv you know it's supposed to be tv wrestling just featuring women Mm -hmm. so it's pretty pretty solid big deal if you act if it actually like goes gets off yeah it's a uh, tv show same as any other tv show right right um and then but then the other thing is obviously that Ruth is uh, sleeping with her like friend Betty's husband, Debbie. Debbie, sorry, Betty's the actual actress. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and that guy Mark, he who character Mark, he's Pete from uh, yeah. Mad Men. Yeah, I knew. I That's all I when I see him. Time. Rich Summers, I think is his Rich real name. Summer, yeah, yeah, Summer, not Summers. He's Pete. <laughs> Mark and he's P- he's Pete from Mad Men, but his name is Mark in 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 Glow. Oh, I thought you said Pete from X Men, and I was like, 
There's an X-Man just named Pete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's Pete's superpower? I don't know. He sweats a lot. He's damp. He's <laughs> damp. Constantly damp. Very, very slippery. <laughs> Gross. He was like, he's like, people call me Pete because I didn't like being called Damp Dude, which is my <laughs> old superhero name. I thought, um, I'm trying to think of any other characters. So, so Debbie, Betty Gilpin, I thought she looked familiar, but the only thing, the big thing she has, she has coming up is, uh, she's, she plays Ann Coulter in an American crime story episode. So I'm sure that'll be great. Oh boy. That's great for her. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I thought this was, I thought this was excellent up through the hair mare part where they're like pairing off because they're showing a bunch of these other like characters and you're getting a little bit of glimpse of these there's some some ladies who clearly have actress chops mm-hmm. chops and then there's some who clearly don't and i'm like i want to i want to see how this pans out and see these these wrestling characters they mm-hmm. come up with and then it and then you get all the um ruth banging some dude who just climbs into through her window and you don't you know that he's married but you don't know that it's debbie's husband until until ruth gets uh purse snatched and debbie has a set of her keys and it's got a picture of mark and her on it and you're like oh shit but like that whole scene where she's just like buying a taco and then she's in the parking lot and some little dicks just like start messing with her. Yeah. And cu- and like take her like knock her taco out of her hand. It got very like Ben Stiller like <laughs> stuff is unnecessarily shitty and happening yeah. to me and that I I I don't know what that is but just gets me. I just like I hate this so much she's yeah she's an actor out of work and struggling and she had just gotten off the phone to like call i I guess i assume her parents like asking for money right um so that she can eat and yeah and then these kids just like steal her taco and her purse and call her a pert plus looking bitch (laughs) 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 it all it all that was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) sick burn sick burn kids yeah if you said if if you were Dude, if you were in like the mall and you like walked up to someone in the food court and like, knocked the food out of their hands and then called them a pert plus looking bitch right now, <laughs> God, they would go home. They'd think about that for weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it's too specific is the problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was meant harsh. for you. Like, was that a very because sp- this is a period. This is an 80s. Like the opening was like a Pat Benatar song or something. Mm-hmm. The it's Warriors, plus, dude. like a, a new, yeah, the Warriors, <laughs> right? Is that Pat Benatar? It's um, gotta be. I'm not a hundred percent. I don't actually know. Um, that's gotta. We'll be. figure uh, it out. Anyway, um, yeah. So maybe Pert Plus was a was big in the '80s. Was maybe a new product. I don't know. It's hot brand, probably. But yeah, uh, the Warrior, by the way, is by Scandal. It's an American rock band from the 1980s, fronted by Patti Smith. Ah, the band scored Patty a Smith hit. Smith Benatar. Yeah, that, yep, you got it. Number. 
Well, fine. So, I mean, all in all, I, I actually really enjoyed this first episode. I thought it was good. Um, oh. I think I get like, a, a, yeah, it's not like a gotta. We gotta get to the second episode because I want to see what happens after the pin. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's how mm-hmm. it ended in a one, two, three. Um, but I mean, I've, it's Netflix, so it would just roll into the next episode, and that's where it came out on. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I probably right. would have rolled to that had had having time, but um. And I did. I did when I was on, according to my Netflix, I watched, I've seen the first season of this show, but mm-hmm. seasons two and three, no idea. <laughs> um, I do have a couple fun facts. Uh, I know this is usually Joe's department. Yeah. <laughs> I like but, fun. Uh, Stealing his thunder. <laughs> yeah. His so, thunder. Uh, am I right? Number one Little is F. that, okay, Jimmy, <laughs> I'm trying to tell fun, fun. facts here. Thunder. <laughs> Um, Ursula Hayden, who is the owner of Glow Company, like the original Glow oh, Company. That's real? Oh, yeah. oh, Glow's real. Yeah. So this, well, I guess here I'll start a. I I thought you knew that, so I'll start on a different fun fact. Then I guess <laughs> is that the idea of the series apparently from um I think they're the two creators. Yeah, Liz Flahive Liz and, and Carly. Carly Mensch. Liz and Carly, they got the idea when they watched the. 2012 documentary glow the story of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling so that's how they ah, kind of came up with the fact totally. that they wanted to make a show about it yeah all right they did a uh, nurse jackie was the thing oh, they okay. worked on together also the director of this jesse peretz uh was a big director on that show but he also did a bunch of foo fighters music videos hmm but yeah, they're a bunch of Nurse Jackie people. Because I looked it up because it said Netflix like bills it as like from the comedy team of Orange is the New Black. And Carly Mensch uh, was a producer or maybe a co-creator. I don't know. So, um, something on, on that and Weeds and a bunch of stuff. But all of those three uh, creators and director from Nurse Jackie. Oh, okay. Um, but so then since Glow was a a company they got the person who owns glow and who was actually on the original 1980s promotion as apparently somebody named babe the farmer's daughter uh nice. she served as a consultant for the series for them when they were creating the show so they had someone directly involved with it cool uh and then also i really wanted to know i thought i thought i had heard they did but i wanted to make sure but allison Bree does like say that all 12 of the other actors, including Allison Brie and Betty Gilpin, all did their own like stunts during the show, so they are actually wrestling. Nice. So, like when they were after they were done and they were like dubbing and doing their ADR, uh, I think Brie, uh, Allison Brie's told Zomonbustle.com that she was like, every time they were doing it, she was like looking to see if you could see her face when they were doing the moves. Cause she wanted to make, wanted to know that people could tell it was like really them. <laughs> and when they were doing just the know. rolls and flips, just that I was trying to be like, can I see, is it them? <laughs> wow. I didn't even think about that. I don't yeah, know. I, I think it think adds something it. fun to it when actors are doing their own stuff, especially if it ends up being good. Like obviously they're supposed to be bad at it right now, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah, it wasn't till just this like dream sequence at the end that we actually saw real wrestling moves. So just at the time, it's so it's just in like Sam's brain. He's seeing, witnessing this cat fight, and in his brain, seeing basically dollar signs and 
mm-hmm. at, like like real wrestling. But at the time, I was like, oh, this is really smart. Like for the people who tuned into this like show about wrestling, put a little <laughs> slice of actual wrestling in there at the end so that they're mm-hmm. like actually watch the next episode and aren't pissed that there was no wrestling in this wrestling show (laughs) i mean yeah i would i kind of would assume and i would be bummed there should be at least a little bit of wrestling and every single like i want to see one match an episode Mm -hmm. and then i want like the like big matches or something like legitimately like pay-per-view style stuff for the season finales you just want glow yeah (laughs) just actual glow Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't think actual 1980s like no no wrestling from 1980s is really gonna hold my well not attention. 80s but you want glow today glow today glow would be badass. I mean we just have regular women wrestlers that wrestle. <laughs> yeah, and no, you just, just amazing. So sometimes <laughs> you don't really need. I don't need specifically that they are they already do that within a show. So mm-hmm. sure, and you don't gen- need it's their own show. No. All right, fine. What if Allison Brie was in it? I mean, that'd be cool. I guess. I, mean, I don't. I, yeah, <laughs> I bet she can work. <laughs> uh, yeah. She could work it. She knows. Uh, anything else? Do we have to? Do you guys saw? Wanted to point out? Love, hate. Um, I'm into it as of right now. Like, I honestly, I'm gonna say right now. Like, this finale is gonna have to suck for me to not want to just blow through this whole show because it's only three mm-hmm. seasons Allison Brie is amazing like everyone in it was great mm-hmm. um it's it's compelling and it's fun uh silly wrestling potentially so what's not to love right it's only 10 episodes per season too so not it's only gonna, 30 episodes. I don't even know it would have to just be so bad <laughs> it'd have to be about something like totally different <laughs> Or just, just go- not have Allison Brie in it. They just write. They just race go karts at the end for the last season. That's all they do. No wrestling. Switch to a go kart racing uh, TV show. I, I might still watch that. Still might be good, actually. Yeah, I might have come up on, uh, stumbled upon something there. Uh, should we do predictions now? Yeah. All right. I got some. I'll do mine. Um, my number one is I think Ruth's character, whatever, because I assume her persona. I can't quite remember, but I am assuming her persona is not Ruth, <laughs> you know, in the ring. Um, but I Ruth bet Bader she Pinsburg. Oh, I mean, that's solid. good. I'll yeah. be honest, Jimmy. You. That's good. It's, it's better. <laughs> it's, it's better than you deserve. Better to come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, number one, Ruth's character wins a title. She gets a championship belt, I think. Okay. Oh. That seems like an obvious one now that I hear it out loud. Well, that's the end of season three. I mean, maybe she has a title already, though, and I'm, you know, wasting it. I'm not saying she she has one. (laughs) Negative points if she loses a title. (laughs) No, I'm not doing that. Um, And then, so to second that, I bet she wins a title at a wrestling event that is similar to, like, a pay-per-view. Obviously, this is, like, a... It's supposed to probably be a maybe a weekly or a monthly TV show. I don't know what the mm-hmm. timeline was for that. So I assume that this will take place on some sort of like special event that's not like normal Tuesday night glow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So special event. Love Got it. it. Yeah. And then I think someone goes through a table. <laughs> table. 
Yeah. He's calling for the table. <laughs> I'm calling for the tables. <laughs> Jimmy, get the tables. <laughs> oh, man. And then I'm hoping at this pay-per-view event we see a blimp. Cool. Nice. Just and flying over the stadium. Open air. I hope it's open <laughs> air. Yeah. 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 Could be. So okay. those are mine. Um, I can go. Um, go for it. So I have one about Debbie. I vaguely remember, um, at least in the first few episodes here, what they start out with their gimmicks as, uh, at least between Debbie and Ruth. Um, and I won't give that away, but I know that at least Debbie starts out as like the 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 hero character. And I think in this last episode, she does what's referred to as a heel turn, where she turns from a bad guy to a good guy. So she like betrays somebody or like wait, cheats in a wait, match. Are you saying what actually happens right now? Like what you know happens? No, that's my prediction is that Debbie does a heel turn in the finale here. Doesn't a heel turn mean she turns bad? Yes. Okay, I think you're explaining it slightly backwards. <laughs> I think you said she was a bad guy, a good guy. A wait, it doesn't matter. You you mean you mean what you mean. I mean I what I mean. Now. I'm saying she starts out as a good guy, but she turns bad in this finale. Yep. Okay. Okay. Maybe my brain mixed that up somehow and I didn't get it. <laughs> She's turning to a heel. So Debbie is a wrestler, you're saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Also oh. twist. Debbie <laughs> Debbie is uh, going to be a wrestler. I mean, like, it would be weird if one of the main ladies in this show wasn't a wrestler, but, like, this pilot did not set that up at all, except for, yeah. that, you know, she wrestled. I guess, yeah, I guess but in the she pilot didn't, like, here. audition for the show or anything. Mm-hmm. She did pin Ruth at the very end of the show for mm-hmm. some reason. Like, why wouldn't she pin her? She was, like, mad that she, she wasn't part of the wrestling bit, <laughs> and she wasn't there Maybe. to, like, yeah. wrestle her. She was there to, like, potentially fight her. But she then respects the business. <laughs> <laughs> she respects the business and you know that's what you do in the ring oh, i'm into this yeah. even more now that i know that debbie's a <laughs> yeah um so yeah and i think by this point they have like a full-on wrestling league with title belts and stuff like that and i think uh carmen who um you know is the the legacy wrestler and was uh ruth's partner in the beginning i think carmen is the champion mm. Ooh. okay nice Okay, and then I think that there is, we see something in this episode that's called a worked shoot. <laughs> Throwing a lot of jargon out. But a worked shoot is, let me back up. Um, a shoot in wrestling is when something real happens, it's referred to as a shoot. If something is like scripted, oops. yeah, like hoops, shoot like hoops. If something is scripted, it's referred to as a work. Like, this is something that has been worked out beforehand. It's a work. But a worked shoot is something that's meant to look like something real is happening, like something unscripted is happening, but it's actually been worked out beforehand. So I think I think they do something where, like, uh, Debbie doesn't follow the script or something, but then in the end we learn, oh, no, that was part of the plan the whole time. Nice. Also, I said, oops, like, shoot, like, oh, darn, like, something's happening. <laughs> oh, um, no, 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 shoot like hoops. To. Oh, okay. Like basketball, <laughs> Joe? Yeah. Like basketball? <laughs> uh, I think the last one, my last prediction is I think we see a figure four leg lock, which is a submission nice. made famous by Ric Flair, um, puts a lot of pressure on your knee, 
overextends it. You would hope they would be like, they got the figure four locked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slash Joe, Joe will just tell everybody. Um, <laughs> think they go to the figure eight? You think they arch it over? I don't know. Figure eight? You think they reverse the pressure by flipping over? We'll see. Oh, they reverse the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> what was, uh, what was like the shamrock? What was that Irish? Shake. It's McDonald's. Wrestler. Shamrock shake. Seamus? He had a leg thing. Talking about Ken Shamrock? Yeah. No. <laughs> Did he do the ankle lock or something like that? There is a Texas Cloverleaf. That's a move. Yeah. That too. Are you trying to come up with a, a move oh. or a wrestler's name? Uh, right either now? would be helpful, I think, in <laughs> something I I'll, 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 I'll look it up. Uh, Dean Malenko. He was on SmackDown a lot in the early 2000s, and he was like an actual wrestler that became a pro oh. wrestler. Anyway. Kurting. Brock Lesnar. Ken something? Oh, also Ken Shamrock? Angle, but no. I already said maybe. Ken Shamrock, and he. I already said Ken Shamrock. If yeah, that's maybe. who it is. Didn't he, he have a like leg a, thing? Yeah, he had an lock. ankle lock, I think. They all got two legs, dude. They all got two. <laughs> didn't, didn't he have legs? Do you remember that? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah, there was a there was a wrestler with the last name Shamrock had legs. Jake the Snake yeah. had no legs. So. <laughs> ah, right. that was his gimmick, though. Yeah, because <laughs> he was a snake. Oh it wasn't a shoot. We he really snakes. had legs underneath somehow. I hope we bring up snakes in the next segment as well. Uh, okay, is it my turn? Yeah, yeah, it should be. <laughs> okay, my. <laughs> My first one is I think Ruth is the heel in this. But now that I'm hearing all this, I feel like she starts as the heel. So maybe <laughs> she's just always the heel. I'm oh, is she going to do though. a face turn? A turn face? A turn face. <laughs> An about turn. Uh, number two, I think Ruth. So in this pilot, we see she's like starving artist, like has no money or job or anything i think she's like a successful person i think she has i think she has a house she's in she owns a house that's going to be the the specific i can't just say she's successful because that's that's pretty vague okay number three (laughs) i think part of that success is that now ruth can uh afford a drug problem because you know it's the '80s and she's into wrestling. Also, Sam was doing coke, so maybe she's doing coke with Sam. And then number four, I'm gonna double down on pile driver. I want to see it. I mean, I want to see it too, Jimmy. So we did see, <laughs> uh, I believe Ruth gets suplexed by Debbie in the pilot, but no pile drivers. Those yeah. are devastating. Those are devastating. Break your neck. Um, okay, well, let's look at this finale, huh? Uh, I don't know if it's going to be anything we think it is now that I see the name. <laughs> Uh-oh. The finale, na- the now finale of GLOW. Uh, I think me and Joe were t- mentioned this right before we started, and I was like, ah, how do you, when I was trying to write predictions, I was like, how do you write a predictions for a show whose season three finale, when they probably assumed they were we're having a season four so right um but this one is called a very glow christmas oh excellent <laughs> it's a christmas special it's a christmas episode for the last episode i guess so 
A Very Glow Christmas, the final episode of Glow. Let's watch it. We'll see you after that. We are back. We're done with the fine the finale of i keep wanting to just say it's the season three fin- finale but it's the finale of glow called a very glow christmas jimmy do you have a write-up sure <laughs> uh here's what i have days after the libertine ball fire um so something called the libertine ball was on fire Carmen tries to keep the ladies in good spirits by having them do a secret Santa and convincing them to do a Christmas carol in the ring. Debbie's relationship with Tex goes sour when she realizes he is using her as a tool for his business dinners. During the show, Debbie sees a drunk Bash moping up, moping over his sexuality, fearing it will ruin his marriage and his life, but she sobers him up enough for his role. As the ladies perform White Christmas, Keith returns as Santa Claus and reunites with Sherry before he talks to her about adopting a child. After the show, Debbie has Bash secretly outbid Tex on the Orange County TV station KXN. The next morning, Bash reconciles with Rhonda and pulls his production money out of Rhapsody. Back in L.A., Sam legally becomes Justine's father to ensure that she inherits everything he owns. The ladies part ways at the airport for the holidays, but before Ruth boards her plane, Debbie tells her that she and Bash will be reviving Glow on TV, and she wants Ruth to be the director. Ruth, however, declines the offer and boards her flight. Never to be seen again. And that plane... Was the biggest fatality plane crash ever <laughs> documented on the Hudson River. And her name was Sully. <laughs> and Ruth is Sully is the moral Ruth of the is, story. Yeah. Actually, Ruth is Sully. No, not that part. Uh, she gets on the plane and the credits <laughs> roll. And I think that's pretty much a good summary of all that happened. Pretty much, Did you guys uh, totally love this, Joe. You're a cr- you're you're just a holiday show kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, was this your cup of tea then? Um, it would have been an okay uh, had I thought to look this up during Christmas time for watching uh, a Christmas episode. Would have been would have been an okay episode. Okay. Um, okay. I feel like I'm pretty indifferent about um holiday episodes of tv shows Mm -hmm. obviously they only really technically work during a certain time of the year uh i unlike you and claire like i don't ever search for anything like i don't look for holiday episodes of tv shows during said holidays yeah i watch die hard like every true blood american does Mm -hmm. on christmas but besides that like far as like holiday programming i don't really seek it out uh the one thing i did do the math on though because i was like why is there a holiday episode at all just in general netflix shows come out because this was a netflix show from the Mm get-go so Mm -hmm. season three are um 
what is it? Season one comes out June 23rd, 2017. All 10 episodes are on, out in June. Mm-hmm. June 29th, 2018. All 10 episodes are out for season two. August 9th, 2019. All 10 episodes are out for se- so for season three. So if there's 10 episodes, obviously most people are probably just going to be binge watching the show anyway. Mm-hmm. So that means somewhere around probably like August 15th, if someone actually is watching it slow, I would assume. Um, they're watching a Christmas episode of a TV show for some reason now. Yeah. Hmm. I wrote down all 10 episodes in a row and assuming that if you on August 9th, you pretended this was regular TV and watched one episode a week, mm-hmm. like a madman. <laughs> this Christmas episode, a very glow Christmas would have technically then came out on October 11th mm-hmm. of 2019. Still, still early. Uh, if you could see my notes, I pointed towards that date of October 11th and specifically wrote not Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it would actually probably have been more yeah. ample if this was was a Halloween episode, almost, if we were going by that matter. Yeah, did you look it up and confirm that it's not Christmas? October 11th. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. I, I confirmed that October 11th is not, in fact, Christmas. Right. We'll yeah, fact I, check I, that later just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't Google what day is Christmas. Just Google, is October something Christmas? <laughs> We're going to go day by day. Oct- we'll, if we'll you figure know, this out. tweet at us. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. You'd think that, you know, the big wigs over, I mean, and maybe they know, you know, better than I do. But that they they could have just dropped this episode during the Christmas season and probably gotten a lot more a lot of extra hits on it. That would actually been pretty fun if they would have like had nine episodes and then you know when you drop Christmas specials. Yeah, and then a Christmas special. Yeah, interesting. So so above me not really caring for Christmas stuff in general or like holiday specific episodes anyway. I wanted to see if somehow. You know, ten episodes, one one a week would actually fall, maybe even in December, and we're we're over two months away from Christmas Day, at least, according to my googling of if October eleventh is Christmas. Mm-hmm. When 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 I figure that when I when I, my thesis is done on that one, I'll let you guys know. But um, I don't really care. I guess I don't really care either way. I just thought it was like kind of odd. That it yeah. was a very, very Christmas episode for a show that came out in August. Yeah, yes. I would guess that they just decided that they wanted to do a Christmas episode um, and then decided, well, we'll just, it's a, like, it's all going to drop at the same time. People are just going to binge it. We'll just put it in where we feel like it. Netflix is going to put this out when they want to because they own everything. Which is, yeah, kind of an interesting thing that, like, with binge model shows, like shows that are created for Netflix, you typically don't see holiday episodes, Halloween, Christmas, or um, even, like, you know, spring, end of school year type stuff, just because it doesn't line up with real life, and you know that people are binging it. Um, Right. So, yeah, it is interesting to see uh, a Christmas episode for a newer show mm-hmm. yeah i'm into it i'm into christmas episodes and, and holiday themed episodes in general not probably a good way to go out 
<laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> that's the last episode. Yeah, and maybe that's also too is I maybe I specifically thought it was weird since it was the finale of a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously that wasn't it wasn't intended to be. Um, the maybe they would have gone a different yeah. route. <laughs> yeah, it definitely had a very season finale feel where like. They're wrapping oh, up, yeah, especially this, the yeah. They're wrapping up this chapter, but there's also a lot of new stuff going on, and they're all kind of going their separate ways, and like it leaves stuff unresolved in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fine. Fine. It, it ended in a fine way of like, oh yeah, you could the show could be over now. There's not the new the old stuff seems to be wrapped up. The new stuff seems to be pending. So. Mm-hmm that yeah. worked out i did i did like at least how it presumably finished a lot of things uh fun fact is october 11th apparently is uh national coming out day and encourages civil awareness recognizing and supporting those in the lgbt community so mm-hmm. oh. the uh Indi- the indian girl who was in the show it seemed who like came, and she came sexuality out sexuality was a big theme throughout this because mm-hmm. bash is deciding that he is is finding out that he's gay and that's a whole deal mm-hmm. and then yeah the the gal we i don't know we never yeah i don't know, remember her, i don't know it was her like arthy or something oh, arthy a lot of these uh yep people, it's arthy if not all of these wrestlers were in that pilot mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome um, also, just FYI, Arthi's ring name was Beirut the Mad Bomber. So yeah, I kind of yeah. had a feeling that that it w- there was some uh, problematic racial <laughs> stuff. Well, when she she described on. like to somebody about how she was getting heat in two like various two different like wrestling places, and I was like, oh, she must be a heel. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. a brown heel. People probably a little too active about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got to give the people what they want, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Racism. <laughs> yeah. Is what they want. That's what we've learned. Oh, God. Um, so, Noah, I didn't I didn't spy any, like, uh, pro wrestlers in this episode, though. Mm. Did you? Uh, no, not that I recognized. There seems to be, there was a couple other pro wrestlers uh, that were in this. Yeah, Some Wikipedia people... has a little list little list of a couple of them some well-known uh brooke hogan hulk hogan's daughter brogan <laughs> not a pro wrestler but daughter of a pro wrestler mm-hmm. makes an appearance in the show but so i mean all in all it was fine i just kind of thought yeah the oddness of having a christmas like special as your finale season or series is odd mm-hmm. the only other one that did that I can think of off the top of my head is British Office, right? Came back for a Christmas yeah. special kind of after they and were. And that's and that yeah, and that's different. Well, obviously, a it was on their old own terms. B, that special is amazing, and it's <laughs> yeah, like, it's a good, it's a good special. It's like also like became the like entire like first like four seasons of the American Office, <laughs> just based because... on the Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah just that just the whole jim pam like resolves in the christmas episode and it's like incredible anyway uh yeah this had a very different feel from from that but like i felt like they could have used this like if they if they would have 
ended it after three seasons, they could have just drawn out that like Debbie is basically being a douche telling Ruth to give up her dreams that it could, that whole thing could have been a bigger deal and not just the end of the episode thing. And that could have been the end, you know, she's going to, Ruth is going to keep not give up her dreams, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's that uh, been fine. something to be said about that, I suppose, you know? Yeah. The, the way they kind of left it was like, like, I'm going to go do this, but we'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah yeah it didn't kind of feel like it didn't feel final i'm still gonna probably be on your show because i need the work (laughs) but i won't direct it (laughs) yeah i refuse to be in charge of it i need to be one of the actors and then debbie's like well i don't want you to be an actor in my show all the other audition people were right i don't really want you to be the actor (laughs) Yeah, she she's acting like she's, you know, she's throwing a bone to Ruth by kind of getting her out of that the acting game, mm-hmm. getting her a cushy um, you know, gig, but Yeah. Also, Which Gina was... Davis was just in this for no reason. Sorry, we can we can skip No, that. I was just going to say that uh we'll, we'll go back to Gina Davis, but yeah, just um for you were saying that she was offering her a cushy gig and for some people that is what they want is like you know, they're hustling, they're hustling, and, like, you know, if they can get a gig where they just get to call the shots, that sounds great. So you can kind of see where that character is coming from, that, like, she pulled off this big heist, and, like, now her and her friends are set. Yeah. Right. I Hey, I mean, I will say this. I would personally be very okay if either one of you pulled something off where then I could also be set for life. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. <laughs> okay, cool. So. We'll, we'll work on it. If you uh, if you decide to do something like that and then quote throw me a bone, I will I will snatch the bone. We'll work on that Blue Apron sponsorship. Here's a bone. You get to run this thing. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. It's going to be a lot of work though, probably. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> so should we should we talk about the the Gina Davis elephant Gina in the room? Davis. Gina Davis in the room. I I saw that actress show up and I was like, that's a famous person. But then I didn't think to look it up. Did you like? Did you know that was Gina Davis? Just I by knew seeing her. This I I at first like you didn't even see her. You heard her voice, and I was like, I recognize that voice, and I knew mm. who she was immediately because you know, big League of Their Own fan over <laughs> here in this household. <laughs> uh, There's I think no that might be baseball. the only thing I know her from. There's no crying in baseball. Also, Thelma and Louise, I uh, believe, won a uh, Best Picture. Um, lots of stuff. She was big in the '80s for sure. Cool. Um, all over the '80s. I mean, our she parents was in... are aliens, or what was that? What was that movie? Something about aliens. Earth and... Girls Are Easy. Is that the one you're looking Actually, for? Actually, I think that might be it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. I mean, because what I mean, obviously, I think when I think of Gina Davis, I do think of League of Their Own, but then I go secondly to The Fly. Oh, oh right, and right, Beetlejuice. Right. Oh, right, oh, yeah, duh. and Beetlejuice, which is fantastic duh. as well. See, oh, everything. Anyway, Thanks, yeah, no clue what sh- what her deal was in this. Could not really. There's a whole side thing with a like a musical or like some sort of showgirl. Not showgirl. That makes it sound like something else. Show tune. 
like production going on in Vegas that Bash is uh, producing, and she and she's just sort of a side plot. Seems like a weird role for a big a big name, even a, a if it's a former name. A weird. I thing mean, for Gina probably Davis to do. probably an easy, nice easy gig to be in like a ten episode Netflix show. You yeah, know? nice cushy gig. <laughs> they were Someone threw Gina bone. Davis a bone. <laughs> <laughs> Carly Mensch doing doing Gina a solid. <laughs> um, I guess w- one other thing I, um, you know, would be remiss if I didn't mention that we did get a good amount of wrestling in this episode. Uh, even amongst all the drama and the Christmas stuff going on, they put on this. Um, Christmas Carol show within a wrestling ring and like had matches in it and like a pretty solid <laughs> um, pretty solid like Undertaker-esque performance as one of the ghosts by Carmen which is pretty cool yeah ghost of Christmas future <laughs> yeah that yeah that was dope <laughs> and we saw uh, yeah Allison Bree did a moonsault which is essentially like a backflip off the top turnbuckle yeah, I meant to like so look was, that up and see if it was legit. That, that there's no way she did that, right? I mean, there's a way she did it, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I I saw it in the slow mo. They, they put it in. They made it go in slow mo too mm-hmm. yeah. when she did it, and I was like, ah, oh, you make it look. It made it look fake. The like when they did it mm. in slow mo. I bet if it was just real time, it probably would be like, oh yeah, she did that. Yeah, there was like a cut and stuff too, so like I wasn't sure. Right, right, exactly. You would think that like if she actually did it, then like they would just show it uncut. Right. If that that's the a big thing that they're all doing their own stunts, which also that seems weird for a big actress to do wrestling stunts. It seems like you wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get get like a black eye and you're just like, you got to stop filming for weeks. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess you write that in. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like your face is worth a lot of money to be doing that. Eh, you know, it's fun. It's probably fun. I guess. I mean, if I, I was mean, doing I a, a wrestling show and I was the actor, I would probably like want to do my own stunts. They let Tom Cruise do his own stunts. Yeah, but he's an insane person. That's not <laughs> a good comparison to any normal human being. It kind of is a, a good comparison because if Tom Cruise like gets maimed for real, like in during a movie, like he's worth a gajillion dollars oh, to yeah. a lot of crazy people and movie studios. Yeah. I guess just for the fact that he's probably worth a lot more than Alison Brie when something goes wrong. But just the fact that it's Tom Cruise, you just expect that something crazy is going to happen. <laughs> right. For a okay, sane, I mean... normal person <laughs> whose job is to act. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Daniel Day-Lewis is like a shoemaker for... 12 years to prepare to be a, in a role. Why can't Allison Brie wrestle? I feel like we that's the second time we've brought up Daniel Day-Lewis today. Well, no, oh, no, we just it? talked about uh, There Will Be Blood. 
That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just mentioned I keep mentioning things about Daniel Day Lewis apparently. Are you are you on a Daniel Day Lewis kick? Not that I know of, but maybe I'm like sliding Mohicans into one reference? and I don't know. Have you seen that movie? Nah, probably not. No, my next I'm gonna make a Lincoln reference next, I think. Ah. Yeah. Oh, I'm waiting. <laughs> I didn't say like now next. <laughs> I guess I don't have that much. The thing I'm thing I'm most sad about is like I mean yeah we got a good Christmas Carol like that match was fun mm-hmm. like seeing them the wrestle then they did it and I was like oh that's kind of cool and like a a it seems like a lot of things maybe wrapped up mostly in the episode before there was some sort of explosion mm-hmm. or fire or something yeah there was definitely some fire or something going on there seemed was a hate to, like. Crime. The most of the excitement, and then it was just kind of little uh, bits of picking picking yeah. up the pieces. They were literally kind of like, remained. after all the excitement from last week, we just want to chill out for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and it, it it seems obviously they're not on TV; <laughs> they're just doing a a yeah, live how did show. They get, how did they get to a live show thing instead of? Did they ever get to TV? Do you know that, Joe? Uh, I don't know that. I yeah, I assume that there was a glow show on TV because I thought she, had, I thought Debbie had said yeah. something about like bringing glow back to TV. Yeah, that's what I understood too. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was read it that way in the write up, mm-hmm. but also just the fact that we still had a scene with Sam makes me think that that was a big, a big deal. Yeah, I almost forgot about him before he like showed up like right at the end. Yeah, some like estranged child. Was that girl that was he was getting to be, um, his adopted, adopted daughter, daughter? That girl who said she was nineteen in the first episode. I'm pretty sure that was her. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Nice. Okay. So that's that's what I thought when that that scene was happening. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. So all in all, really what this episode did was with like them being in that, I assumed Vegas hotel doing their live show instead of being on TV and then something about a fire. It it did make me go, well, I think I want to keep watching now because mm-hmm. I watched all of season one and they weren't on TV. I'm pretty sure. So like season two mm-hmm. must be crazy. <laughs> so, this, this possibly has got me interested in continuing to watch. What about you guys? I want to see I want to see the fully formed version of them running a wrestling show. I don't know if that version of the show exists within these three seasons, but mm-hmm. if that's there, I want it. Like I want to see them putting together a show, like booking matches, like working that stuff yeah. out because it would be really fun for me to see like one tv show show in the episode yeah you know like they just pull off their one tv show and that's almost like one episode because like the wrestling it, in this like was legitimately good even for just like just for wrestling like even though it's a silly storyline where like scrooge is wrestling the ghost of christmas future <laughs> like as far as wrestling goes like you have this like big monster versus like a weasley heel like that's classic like wrestling storytelling that's all you need Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, I I was going to say, it made me want, like, I like I want to see like a WWE Home Alone or something. Like I want more <laughs> Christmas stories in wrestling. <laughs> like that's a great idea. Play out the plot of something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Of some classic Dickens novel. <laughs> see Oliver Twist. Mm-hmm. O- over an entire episode of Raw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could be a could be a couple. <laughs> big book (laughs) yeah that 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 was fun um and they the way they like did it within their own ridiculous characters as well Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah they're playing both their original character plus the character from the christmas carol i can definitely see how like fans of this show are probably pretty bummed on the way that it just kind of ended just just because I don't think it was a bad season finale, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't uh, like things weren't as big of a deal. There weren't there weren't a lot of stakes, you know, mm-hmm. I guess Carmen, it sounds like she's kind of she's leaving the gang and kind of rips the bandaid off and runs away. And Debbie and Ruth are clearly fighting, but like. Other than that, it was ah, oh, it's Christmas. Okay, see you later. We're going <laughs> to Christmas vacation. Yeah, I mean, but in all that stuff too is definitely set up for next season instead right. of a f- series finale finisher. Right, right. But yeah, I, I think I I think it's still I'd still like to burn through three seasons of this. Burn it. Ten episodes. That's nothing per season. So 28 left. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. You can do it by next week. Oh, God. Tell us how it is. <laughs> is that do we? Is that what we got before we jump into the predictions? I guess so. I mean, I'll go first because I didn't do great. <laughs> so I said there was Ruth's character wins the title. Uh, I saw no titles because they were in a hotel instead of like on TV now. So that wasn't mm-hmm. happening. Said the wrestling event like pay-per-view, um, them putting on, I, I will be the first to admit that them putting on the Christmas Carol um, at a live show was not what I was thinking about. That was, <laughs> okay. Not, okay. that was not what I was going for. So I'm not even going to pretend. I thought there was a possibility still that someone might go through a table during that Christmas Carol. Oh, but yeah. It didn't happen. But it's definitely opportunity for some, you know, prop spots. Yeah. But no. didn't. Yeah. Christmas feast. Could have gone no. right through a turkey. Exactly. Um, and at the end, they were at an airport, but I did not glimpse a blimp. Mm. You didn't glimpse a blimps? No. Nope. No glimpses of blimpses. No. So those are mine. Big fat zero. Do blimps use airports? Seems dangerous. No, I'm sure they have their own uh, blimp ports or something. They land on like yeah. the top of skyscrapers. Mm, right. <laughs> That's where they live. You need a helipad. Yeah, you need a pad at the top. Um, I could go. I had that Debbie does a heel turn. Um, where Debbie plays like the like the narrator essentially. In, in yeah. the Christmas Carol, so mm, wouldn't call that a heel. So that's a no. 
Um, I had Carmen as the champ, and there were no champions or titles, so that's out. Um, there was a work shoot, which I didn't see. The, again, a work shoot is like something that looks real but is actually worked, but the entire show of Christmas Carol was just worked and went as planned, so Very none of that. Worked. Yeah. Um, and then I said, we see a figure four leg lock, which we didn't. We saw a lot of like legit moves, um, including that moonsault that was questionably real, but no, <laughs> no figure four leg lock specifically. So no points. I just, I just remembered. So, so Debbie was the narrator along with like she's reading the story to bash but bash Mm -hmm. is like this real life like millionaire and he's like acting in this like wrestling sideshow at like a game like a casino i i had gathered that like his mom like owns the company or something or like because she mentioned something about him being someone who like has familial wealth sure so i guess i thought gina davis was his mom i'm oh. <laughs> just okay. guessing on what i saw in this episode though i never even thought about it but that i mean that makes sense if you say it like that mm. you know? but then why would she need bash's money for rhapsody because she's got a bad relationship with gina davis Mm. (laughs) maybe she had money he used it to uh get his money but then she ran out of money and now she uses her son's money Mm -hmm. ah sure sure (laughs) okay i had um wait how many points did you get joe i didn't hear that part oh none of them yeah okay yeah okay cool (laughs) none of the points i had my number one was that ruth is the heel and i'm i feel like if Scrooge isn't the heel, I don't know who is. Oh, yeah. Scrooge is the heel for sure. Yeah, 100%. Plus, she's like Russian. Yeah, yeah. and they're the heels. If you're Russian, <laughs> Ob- you're, yes, a, ba- you're a bad a, man. That's an obvious heel. <laughs> Sorry to probably like a third of the world. Okay. Ruth. I, I said that Ruth has a house. Did not see. She's probably living in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um. I said that Ruth has a drug problem. I don't, she seemed, everyone seemed very wholesome. They seem like a very wholesome show, actually, considering it started out with a lot of boobs and sex, which honestly, <laughs> for a Joe show, is very startling to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did not see that coming. They smoothed it over with wrestling, though. Right, right. <laughs> so no drugs and no pile driver. No. Pretty upset about that. So I think I got, I got one. And I'll call Yay. it a win. Yeah, I mean, you won this. You won this round, Jimmy. I won the title of Glow. You got the Glow Championship. Way to go! Cool. Well, I guess that's it. That's uh, first and last episode one hundred and seventy-three. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! In the books, so many in shows. The audio, you name it. Audio, we've probably done it. Audio books. Yeah, you uh, you looking for a podcast that uh, specifically watches the first and last? We have the we are the one with the most to choose from. Mm-hmm. 
if you want to do show suggestions or send them our way, you can hit us up at F and L on the pod on the Twitters or on the Gmails. Uh, F A N D L over there and also if you would be so kind we, it would be nice if you subscribed and five starred us and whatever podcasting app that you use it helps I'm sure it helps thank yeah, probably. you <laughs> um, so that, that'll do it that'll do it for this week we'll uh, see you next week for yet another first and last uh, stay safe out there everybody goodbye gotta give the people what they want man <laughs>